to hide a priest and a king. This comes from Britain and is written by Father John Bowles. Father John Bowles visits Moseley Old Hall in Staffordshire, where in the 17th century a remarkable priest ministered in secret and even hid a king. On the night of September 7, 1651, things were looking bad for Charles Stuart, the future King Charles II. Four days earlier, his royalist army had been destroyed by Oliver Cromwell's parliamentarians at the Battle of Worcester, the final engagement of the English Civil Wars, 1642-1651. Together with a small group of supporters, he was now on the run, and there was a price on his head. The previous day, he'd only escaped capture by hiding in the branches of an oak tree, later to be celebrated as the Royal Oak, in the grounds of Boscobel House in Shropshire. The stakes were high. Two years before, his father, Charles I, had been publicly beheaded in London. For the desperate fugitives, there appeared to be one last chance of safety. The persecuted English Catholic minority had sided with the Crown in the Civil Wars and close by in Staffordshire, dubbed Little Rome for the number of its Catholic houses, lay Moseley Hall. This was owned by the Catholic Whitegraves, a family clandestinely served by a priest, a Benedictine monk called Father John Huddleston, who lived there disguised as a servant. As Charles later recalled to the diarist Samuel Pepys, they were Roman Catholic, and I chose to trust them because I knew they had hiding holes for priests that I thought I might make use of in case of need. Under cover of darkness, five brothers from the Penderell family, Charles' five faithfuls, brought the prince to Moseley mounted on an old mill horse. And when Charles complained about the discomfort of his mount, Humphrey Penderell allegedly replied, My liege, can you blame the horse to go heavily when he has the weight of three kingdoms on its back? The bedraggled future monarch of England, Scotland and Ireland stumbled into Moseley in the early hours of September 8 to be received by Thomas Whitegrave, Thomas's mother Alice and Father Huddleston. These three were to be the only members of the household privy to the mystery visitor's identity. Even loyal servants were informed that the man was just another hunted royalist. Huddleston immediately conducted Charles to his own first-floor room, which had a clear view of the approach road and was accessible by a back staircase. Crucially, it had another advantage. Next to the fireplace was a wardrobe and under its floor a trapdoor leading to one of the famous priest holes. It had served Huddleston well for many years and now it was to save the life of a king. Charles, taking refuge at Moseley, had come not a moment too soon, for Cromwell's roundheads were hot on his heels. On only his second day at the house he heard dreaded cry, Soldiers are coming! He was immediately bundled into the priest hall, where he lay low until the troopers had left. And looking at it now, you can only imagine how claustrophobic it must have been, yet Charles later remarked tongue-in-cheek to Pepys that it was the best place he'd ever been in.
Charles had evaded capture by the skin of his teeth, but he and his hosts knew their luck couldn't last. The soldiers would be back. So the day after they arranged for a courageous Protestant royalist, Jane Lane, to take Charles with her to Bristol, disguised as her servant, under the pretext of visiting her sister, who lived in that city. It was from Bristol that Charles made it to the south coast, and eventually from there to France. Nine nervous years lay ahead for those who assisted in his escape. However, the story had a happy ending, or rather, several happy endings. Cromwell died in 1659, and in 1660, Charles was finally restored to the throne as Charles II. The Whitegrave, Penderell and Lane families were all richly rewarded. And as for John Huddleston, he was summoned to London, housed in Somerset House, granted immunity from prosecution and installed as royal chaplain, first to Charles' Catholic mother, Queen Henrietta Maria, and then to his Portuguese Catholic wife, Queen Catherine of Braganza, the only Englishman ever to be accorded that honour. But the tale doesn't end there. Inspired in no small part by the courageous examples of those Catholics who'd sheltered him from Worcester, Charles long considered becoming a Catholic himself, but political considerations made it impossible. And then on the morning of the 2nd of February 1685, he fell gravely ill. And knowing he was dying, he quietly conferred with his Catholic brother James, soon to be King James II. And once the Protestant clergy had been ushered out, up the back stairs came a Catholic priest, who gave Charles the last sacraments and received him at last into the Catholic Church. And that priest was Father John Huddleston. That story from Father John Bowles is Regional Director of the Columbans in Britain.